The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot. Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. We're literally in a Long Beach Bar. Well, it's a Seal Beach Bar. See, you got me. You got me there. But Glory Days is right over the bridge. Yes. And it's close. The owners live in Long Beach. Exactly. And the attendees are from Long Beach. Are from Long Beach. So we're, we're doing this a little differently today. It's, it's a reverse show. It's a reverse show. Should we reverse it real quick? <laughs> Do you think the word reverse is reversed? Is the actual word Everest? This is too much for me. Yeah. You know how much this stuff kind of messes with my head. You're I don't t- need that right you're now. You're a time guy, not a grammar guy. I don't need that right now. But time continuum you're all about. So we have a huge show. Yeah, we We're do. We're at Glory Days, Days Beachside on PCH. Well, I think we have a uh, – see, this is what happens when you're at bars. You get a fan coming We've up We've got another all the time. fan here. Okay, what's going on here? We're going to take here? a quick break and watch our good friend's video here. If you if you heard a quick little cut right there, that's because one of our fans at Glory Days, it's a very friendly bar, came up to us, yeah, and showed us a nice video of her twelve year old son doing gymnastics. Right, and let me tell you, he was legit. He was legit, uh, and she I, cared so much. Her phone was on one percent. That's what she said. <laughs> she used her last percentage to show us her son do a, a backflip. Backflip. The next Paul Ham. That's called momming. So right there. <laughs> so we are at Glory Days Beachside. Yes, on PCH. Are. That's where we're at right now. It's Wednesday. I might come back tomorrow as well because Burger Bash. You can't go wrong with a Burger Bash. Uh, you've never gone wrong with a Burger Bash. As you know, I've said this many times, I'm more of a fan of the Tuesday because I'm a beef dip pastrami, pastrami guy. guy. Yeah, but split them. The Burger Bash, you know, it's, first of all, it's a great cheeseburger. Second of all, it is a lot of fun because it's packed in here. Yes. Well, yeah, it is crowded on Thursdays. Burger Bash is always sense. crowded. They it's, got the, it's pretty decent in here right now. There's a good little, good little atmosphere for a Wednesday. For a Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. For a couple, hanging out with a couple guys like us. Well, if you have beer, I mean, people will. It's like what's it called? Field of Dreams. If you have beer, they will come. Yes, that's what I've. Hey, I have beer. Me too. I'm drinking a Coors Light. I'm about to mash on this. I see. I got the Southwest chick, chicken salad because I'm having the beer. I wanted to balance it out. Had a tough li- night last night. Oh, so you know, uh, you know why I got the wings? Why? Because unlike soft Buffalo Wild Wings restaurant, you know, at Glory Days when you order wings, you're getting bone in. And you yes. know what else is happening today? Our first ever phone in interview. Yes. So oh, we got a little, we got a little bone in and phone in. We had a phone in interview. So we brought on World Series champ, Lakewood alum, Long Beach State. Did he graduate? Maybe. Long Beach State grad. Second time today Paul's been bragging about the fact he graduated from college. Matt yeah. Duffy. He's been busy. He's been busy doing a little bit of rehab. He's getting ready for the season, playing for the Rays. He was nice enough to come on the show via phone, via phone call. But let me tell you why Glory Days Beach has the perfect place 
to have to sponsor this podcast because he's a Lakewood guy. Mm-hmm. Went to Lakewood, so you know he's been in Glory Days many, many times because Glory Days always sponsors Lakewood. But now he lives in Orange County, Newport, and is it Newport Orange County? Yes. So now we're at Glory Days Beachside, so it's like the Lakewood slash the OC thing. It's right in the middle. And guess what else is right in the middle of Lake of OC in LA? Long Beach. That's perfect. Because life is great in the 908. Thanks for coming. That was a hell of an interview with him. Yeah, there was. It was it's good. cool talking to a professional athlete because they're so much more level-headed than we are. Well, they just have everything figured out. We're, like, so scared of him that we don't say our stupid comments in the middle of it, which is better for the listeners. I don't, I don't know if that's true. I think we still were stupid. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't think we – we can't help being not stupid. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. Let's get better. Let it, let, hey, let's get better. Iron sharpens iron. Let's, let's check out what happened last week in sports. Long Beach State. Yep. We've been talking smack on Florida for a while now, John. Long Beach State basketball. For about 25 years, Paul. Yeah, but as of late, we have been. You know, remember when we did that video in the pyramid talking yeah. about how weak sauce Cal State Fullerton is? Well, our boys followed, us, followed it up. They had our backs. Big W last Saturday. 81-73 at home over Fullerton. Dan Munson, our boy... Our coach. Good friend of the show. 350th career win. 350, What a huh? milestone. Which is half of 700, which is more home runs than Babe Ruth hit. So is Dan Munson better than Babe Ruth? The answer, yes. Yes. At least, breaking news. Dan Munson better than Babe Ruth. Yeah. Did you watch this game, Ball? Uh, I didn't. I was pretty drunk. Oh, that's right. You were drunk. I did watch this game. It was on TV. Uh, our other good friend Andy Fee gave a great interview during halftime, uh, and we played probably the best game all season. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. We like just we couldn't miss a shot. Everything went right. You would have liked it. I'm, I'm glad. But you you watched it, so it, you watched it with two eyes. So that's like two people basically, True. really putting in a good effort. Eighth straight win at home over Cal State Fullerton. I'd say uh, I'd say we're their daddy right now. Who's your daddy, Gary? Who's your daddy? Well, remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, remember the Titans, the Fullerton Titans. So basically, Dan Munson is Coach Boone. And does that make us Yoast? Yes. Because if you... Yoast! Yeah. If Don't you take out my son. If you recall, remember the Titans, Coach Yoast was supposed to be the coach of the team, and then Coach Boone came over and did a better job and like... And then they were friends. It's kind of like us. I think everyone thought when uh, Larry Reynolds left Long Beach State, they thought we would get the job. Though we were young, though we, no, were, young, though we were young, we were still sharp in the head. And I think most of the community here, they didn't have any allegiance to Dan Munson at the time. They wanted us to be the coaches. But then Coach Munson came in, and now we're all friends. And also, Coach Yost got into the Hall of Fame. It wasn't that yeah. year, but later. So that could be us. Well, and also, he, Dan Munson's a Hall of Famer in my book. Got that right. All right, let's, let's get back to Long Beach State. <laughs> yeah. Temi Youssef, Gabe Levin, we, they were banging bodies inside, banging bodies inside. 19 points combined for 23 rebounds. Both of the guys had 19 points, and they combined for 23 rebounds. When those guys play well, we're tough to beat. They dominated inside, and as Corey McGetty said, he knows a little thing too about <laughs> basketball. He was announcing the game. He said if Youssef and Levin play like they did in that game, Long Beach State – 
he said Long Beach State is going to be tough to beat, but that's him hedging his bets, and basically that means they're going to win the entire conference. Well, he doesn't want to pretend like that's our, he, that's her favorite team. You can't do true. that. That's true. He has to you know protect his job. He has to be a uh, unbiased journalist. We don't. No, we don't. No. That's why I can say Fullerton sucks because yeah. I hate him. I agree. Long Beach State on the road, depending on when you're listening to this, today, Thursday, or yesterday, Thursday, I don't know. It's on Thursday is this game. Long Beach State at Cal Poly. We can't go. We can't go. This is usually our, our, our one road trip that we like to take, but we have a game as well. A little Cornelius yeah. basketball. Uh, this will probably be the first game in years that we haven't seen uh, Long Beach State at Cal Poly. We're usually on the road with them. I'm going to give a quick, like, what it would be like, though. The Cal Poly fans, literally the worst fans in the Big West. Their student section's Horrible. awful. Awful. And Long Beach State, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, they'll probably heckle you and say Long Beach State's a commuter school, and that's, like, the one thing that they think that we care about, which I freaking – remember when they were yelling at us saying, Yeah. I don't know. Does that bother me? No. You know My basketball I, team's better than your basketball team. How about that? You know what would be kind of heartwarming is if someone we know at Long Beach State, come, the athletic department, comes back and says, like, hey, did you know that in the middle of that game, Gabe Levin looked over to the stands hoping to see two drunk Long Beach State guys in the middle of a green crowd getting yelled at and he didn't see them? Like, it's going to suck for Gabe when he doesn't see us, but yeah. that would be kind of heartwarming if it that happens. It would. It would. Because he's used to it. Should we... Should we just make the trip? Should we bang our basketball game? We, well, I'm thinking about because the only thing is that the bigger basketball game is St. Cornelius at St. Joseph eighth grade, and we have to go oh, to our that team. Is, you're right. That's a, that's big a bigger rivalry. That's a big game for us. If it was Irvine, maybe, but it's it's grinding my gears that we can't go to that thing. Really. Yeah, let's get to grind my gears. Grind my gears. Uh, one of our favorite segments. Now, we just brought it on a couple weeks ago, just because you know things piss us off. Like I'm just pissed now. I'm a little bit pissed off. Yeah. What, do you have a grind my gears? Yeah, you want me to go, go first? first. I okay. forget what I was going to do, so you go first. Uh, mine is Cal State traffic. Oh. So. Dude, real quick. It took me. Producer on, Nick. This is going to get producer Nick I was going. on Atherton, and I'm going from Studebaker to our office over there on Bellflower. It took me 20 minutes. Dude, you can't turn out of any neighborhood into any neighborhood. Every freaking Long Beach State student in the world is driving to school right now. At the same time, if it takes me commuter longer, school. it's this, a is, this is for all you Cal Poly fans if, out there. If it takes longer for me to drive from my house to the office than it would to walk, that pisses me off a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I can't agree. turn on my neighborhood. No one lets you over lanes, guys. No. Um, well, and here's what I have to say about that: is it's going to stop? Like it's just because it's the first week of the semester. Mm-hmm. But what I don't get is why does start every, going to class? Yeah, they'll everyone, stop. they'll stop. Yeah, everyone goes to class the first week, and then they stop. But literally, if you're going to ditch class, why don't you ditch the first week when you don't do anything? Yes. Like, that that would be a smarter move to ditch the first two weeks and then start going when you start learning stuff for the final. And everyone knows all the stuff on the final is just from the last half of the semester anyway. Yeah. You're literally talking to a couple of college graduates. I don't want to brag yeah. or anything, but <laughs> I've been bragging for a while now that I graduated college. And literally, like, we would do that stuff. It's one of those things when, like, in our interview with Duffy today, he was talking about, like, it's easier to critique people when you've actually done it, when yeah. you're actually playing the game. Like, we literally graduated college, so we can teach all these people a thing or two. You can sor- you can cite us. We're, we'll be your source. And speaking of that, it's a myth that you have to actually cite anything and to graduate college. You uh, never have to cite your sources. No. Just turn in your paper 
and say I'm sorry and say I'll do it next time. They'll forgive you. They will forgive you. Every time. Because professors are forgiving. Yeah, they're forgiving and universities don't want their dropout rate to increase. Yes, yeah, because then they get everyone's like, oh, no one can pass your college. So they don't come. Yeah, so they don't come. There's a little spin zone <laughs> there for you. Yeah, we just... We just we absolutely broke down the university system. Yes, we did. I, I remember my grandma gears, Sean. Okay, go ahead. So as you know, I work at a pizza place. Yeah. Uh, one thing that really pisses me off, man, is when people call the restaurant to order something, and then they're not ready to order. They're not ready yet. They say, hold on, give me one sec. Let me ask what everybody wants. Well, well you called me. I didn't call you. That's you should horrible. be ready to roll when you call. This is for everybody out there. If you call a restaurant... You call a pizza place, a little takeout. You need to be ready to roll because we're not waiting for you over there. How about this? How about just get the same thing every time? How about you just order a pepperoni pizza? Like, who who in this world is going to get mad at whoever ordered the pizza and just said pepperoni? The psychopaths that only get cheese. Yeah. Oh. Those people piss me off. Hey, if you don't like pepperoni, just pick it off. Very true. That's a very true point, Ball. Right? Let's get to this interview. Let's get this interview. Phone interview with Matt Duffy, World Series champion, by the way. Yeah, we know a World Series champion pretty well, which is pretty sweet. He, it was one of our better interviews. Just because we're pretty close with him, so I think that might have had something to do with it. But it was It's always interesting to hear from a guy that's currently in the major leagues because it's like what we all wanted to do, and he's actually doing it. Yeah. Uh, Matt, Matt and I played Little League together at Plaza. Okay. Played against each other at... Uh, Milliken and Lakewood, Milliken and Lakewood, and then I mean I didn't play against him because he went to Long Beach State and I was not there, but yeah, that'd have been cool if we could have. Uh, dude, and he made it, man. He's legit. He is. He's good. a big deal. He he's is a good. big deal, and he's been he's battling some injuries, but he's gonna be back and ready to roll this year. He had a huge year in 2015. He was second, I believe, in the NL Rookie of the Year voting to Chris Bryant, who's a pretty good player, who was an MVP, yeah, and won a World Series. But they both have something in common, World Series rings. But only one of them has been allowed to come on the Shoot Your Shot podcast. Exactly, so. exactly. So let's toss this thing to Matt Duffy. I'm pretty sure he was in the car doing this interview. He was driving during it. But we don't, obviously we don't condone texting and driving or calling and driving. But, you know, bad boys do bad he, boy things. He's a Bluetooth guy. Don't. Yeah, you're right. He's a Bluetooth guy. Let's toss it over to the Matt. This episode of Shoot Your Shot is brought to you by Long Beach 908 Magazine's back page sponsor, the best in the real estate biz, Michelle Kay and her home selling team. Why go with Michelle Kay? Because no one cares more about her clients. She specializes in being over the top, off the charts, and helpful to clients. The bottom line is she doesn't know how to approach clients and their problems in any other way. And oh, by the way, she donates a portion of all of her sales to the number one fundraiser and supporter of local sports in our city, the Long Beach Century Club. Find Michelle Kay at betterlivinginlongbeach.com. Greg's a male nurse. Wow, that's great. On the phone with us, we were lucky enough to uh, get him on here. Former Lakewood star, former dirtbag, a World Series champ, my good buddy, Matt Duffy. Matt, thanks for joining us, man. I know you're busy. Uh, you got rehab going, and you're getting ramping up for the season. Uh, we appreciate you uh, coming on with us. Of course, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, I want to start with this. I want to apologize to you uh, because I didn't know. See, back in the day, me and you, we almost got into a fight in uh, in high school, and I didn't know you were going to be a World Series champ or I wouldn't have tested you like that. Dude, I vaguely remember that. I'm going to be honest. I 
but not fully. What was the what was it about? Uh, it, you know that heated Milliken uh, Lakewood rivalry that we had. Uh, I, yeah. I think I went spikes high, and I didn't really mean to. And you got kind of pissed, oh, and then I got yeah. kind of pissed, and you got kind of pissed. So I started walking back towards you, and then everybody separated us. It wasn't even like that big of a deal, but everybody made it seem like it was a huge deal. Yeah, that's how. I don't know, baseball fights, if you want to call them fights. Most of them are, I guess. I probably wouldn't have done anything if anybody if nobody separated us. But uh, I do remember that, though. That's funny. How tight is that? I can. I always tell people that story. Uh, they'll say, oh, you know Matt Duffy? And I'm like, yeah, me and Matt grew up together. And uh, we almost got into a fight one time. That's what friends do. They fight. Heck yeah, dude. Heck yeah. <laughs> Matt, um, I'm recently on Twitter as of like last week. And so I've been real hot on Twitter recently. And I looked you up today, and it said your your profile says former dirtbag. And my understanding was once a dirtbag, always a dirtbag. So I just want to get your response on that. Okay. All right. You got me there. You got me there. Former active dirtbag. How about that? See. Is that better? You, well, I think you need to go in there and change it because you're confusing a lot of people, and uh, Buckley's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't been on Twitter in a while. Um, it's funny because people who don't know the, the history of Long Beach and Long Beach State – um, ask actually my girlfriend, uh, Rachel, when she first saw that, she said that she thought, what? Like, okay, he's not a great guy, but at least he's honest about it. She had no idea. She had no idea what it meant. Um, and it's funny because my, my mom and sister, dad, like we all, they all have sweatshirts and t-shirts that say my son is a dirt bag or my sister's or my brother's a dirt bag. And when you go to other parts of the country, they, they get a chuckle out of it, and then you explain to them. It's a good little conversation starter. But, um, yeah, it's funny. Uh, in the baseball community, a lot of people know. But just, uh, you know, in general, people around the country, uh, especially on the eastern half of the United States, they're like, a dirt bag? What? Like, they have no idea um, what it means or what you're talking about. And you tell them, you know, it's a term of endearment where we come from. That's hilarious. You should just tell your girlfriend she, she changed you. Yeah, she did. You, you were a bad guy, but like now you found the light. So yeah, it'll make her do, feel better. <laughs> do a bunch of uh, your teammates and people that you've played with like know about the the prestigious, how prestigious? What is it? How the prestige? Yeah, of Long Beach State baseball. Um, I think most guys, most most guys have at least heard of the program. You know, it's hard to forget something that's called a dirt bag. I guess. Yeah. True. Um. So they have an idea, and most are aware. And any guys on the western half of the United States, especially, you know, most of them I've played against, even in college. Some of them in high school. So they they get it, um, you know. But I don't know. I don't like to rub it in their face too much about how we're. <laughs> I'll do it for you. But, don't even uh, worry about it. <laughs> hey, what was it like uh, holding that World Series trophy? Awesome, man! Just so surreal. I don't even know how to describe it because it's. It's something that's while while it's happening, you're just looking at all all the people around you, and you're like, "Can you believe this? No, I can't believe it. This is ridiculous." Like, I'm, you know, like who did we fool to get here? Kind of thing, you know, <laughs> who let us in the back door? So, um, so, so the next time you guys, so the next time that you win one, uh, hopefully with the Rays this year, uh, can we touch it or what's like what? How's that work? I don't know. I actually didn't touch it a whole lot. I mean, obviously a few times I kissed it, which. Mm. It's kind of gross, but also awesome. No, no, not for me on that <laughs> Is one. Is kissing touching? Um, that's the question. I don't know. Yeah, I was also trying to get champagne out of my eyes at the same time. Uh, there it was much chaos, but um, 
Jeez, I got yeah. a World Series. That sounds Somebody cool. actually broke it. Somebody actually broke one of the flags when we were celebrating. No Whoa, way. Who I can't remember it? who it was. Uh, I can't remember. They fixed it. Uh, I don't want to throw out any names because I'm not 100% sure. Probably Matt but, What about like, um, a nickname like Buster or something? That, yeah, that, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me if it was Kane, though. Um, I can't, I can't, yeah, I honestly can't remember who um, who broke it, but somebody did. It wasn't broken terribly. It was just kind of, well, I guess when you break that, it's pretty bad, but <laughs> they got it fixed and it was okay. When you took over Pablo Sandoval's job, was there like a chewing tobacco quota that you had to hit? Or? <laughs> no, I actually don't dip or anything like that. I just, you know, I've tried it a couple times, like way back in high school, and it was just disgusting to me. So I couldn't, I don't know, I, I couldn't do it. And, it also made me feel kind of sick, so I was just like, it's eh, not for me, really. You'd think um, that Sandoval would lose weight because dipping makes you throw up, and if you throw no. up, you lose weight. So I was thinking <laughs> that would help him out a little bit, but not really. I yeah, guess. no. He's uh, he's one of a kind, um, that's for sure. But he's he's made it work. He's had a um, you know he's had a couple rough years in Boston, but he's had a a pretty awesome career up to that point. So um, he's just doing something right. Oh, for sure. Are, are you uh, are you sad that your buddy Evan Longoria got traded? Um, yeah, it's you know it's going to be a different vibe. He was definitely a calming influence in the clubhouse here in or in Tampa. You know, and, and to have a veteran around like that is important. Um, but you know, the organization's going a different direction, and um, I think a lot of people saw it coming. Uh, but still, at the same time, it actually happening and seeing it coming are two different things. You know, when when something actually happens, it's like okay, wow, this is real now. And I'm sure he was in a little bit of shock, um, and as was kind of everybody in our organization. You know, we're certainly going to feel that loss, and it's going to be up to the remaining guys to kind of pick up the slack. And um, hopefully, good things come out of it in the end. I, I know that a lot of Rays fans are not happy with that. Obviously, he's been the you know the cornerstone of the franchise for a decade. So um, you know, it's going to be there's going to be a a different vibe um, in the stadium, I think, but. Um, hopefully over time, the remaining guys, like I said, make it, make it worth it. What's it like being traded? How did it go down for you? It happened in a matter of 20, 25 minutes for me. It was, I was a rehab in Sacramento and, you know, you hear the, the normal rumors around the trade deadline and it was every year, um, that you hear the rumors mm -hmm. from different teams that are asking about you. And that's all it is, is rumors. Cause teams are throwing out names. Like, what about this guy? What about this guy? So, that's normal. Um, and the same thing happened. And I assumed because I was on the DL and not currently playing that I was fairly safe. And 20 minutes before the deadline, I got a call from our GM, Bobby Evans. And right when I got the call, I knew what it was about because um, of the timing of it, obviously. And uh, he just said, hey, you know, the Rays are asking about you and I'm trying to do a prospect driven deal. And but I got to be honest with you, if they don't, um, I'm going to have to make the trade. And then 20 minutes later, he called me again and said, so we did it. Thanks for everything. Don't count us out in the future. And next call I got was from the race. Uh, to be honest, I was kind of happy about it because I'm not a huge Giants guy. I was because of you. And uh, once you left, I'm like, oh, now I can really root for this guy, you know? <laughs> no, I get it, man. Being from Southern California, it's funny. A lot of my friends are dodger fans angel fans aren't quite as invested in that rivalry but the dodger fan friends especially are always like i'm i'm, I'm rooting for you but your team you guys can go <laughs> owen 162 <laughs> is that normal where they where they call you do they always call players that just might get traded i didn't know that happened. um no so 
well, I don't really, I mean, I've heard different stories from guys that um, they didn't hear a peep out of the team. So I'm certainly appreciative. Granted, it all happened really fast. So 20 minutes up wasn't a whole lot. You know, it was better than nothing. Um, and I understand how fast things move on, on trade deadline day. I mean, they're fielding calls from everybody, you know. So th- there's a lot going on for them. And, and for them to still be able to mix in a call to me to give me a heads up as to what might be happening, um, you certainly appreciate it because you know how much stress revolves around that day. And calling me is just another call, and it's a call that doesn't have to be made. So for them to do it is um, it does mean something to you. So, yeah. So during the season, how boring is it being an injured player? I mean, that did that suck last year? Oh, yeah, man. It's um, it's tough. Keeping your sanity is one of the harder things to do. I mean, you know, you're obviously grinding, trying to get healthy, which my Achilles, it wasn't actually the Achilles anyway. That's a different conversation. But, um, you know, that didn't want to cooperate and keeping your sanity there and always feeling like you're one, two days away from being healthy, you know and seeing the team go through and grind through a season and um, they're becoming close and you don't quite get that even though you're around, you know, you don't get the same type of connection with the team that you do when you're grinding through stuff with them. And I totally get that. Um, and it's just frustrating not getting that and not competing and not battling with the boys kind of thing. You know, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. I've always kind of told people that I'd prefer to be playing every single inning, even when I'm beat tight because I'm a baseball player, not a baseball watcher. And, you know, while you can learn a lot of things from watching, I think you learn more playing. That's just my thought process. And it's for me to watch. I did watch, but it's hard for me. If you watch, ask uh, my girlfriend. She's like, oh, watching games drove me nuts because I wanted to be out there. I wanted to be providing, you know, I wanted to be contributing. I wanted to be uh, helping guys that, I thought maybe looked like they could use a pointer here or a pointer there. And, you know, when you're not grinding and struggling with them, it's hard to give people pointers and advice because, you know, it's like, well, it's easy for you to say, you know, you're not playing kind of thing. So you just kind of sit back. And at the same time, I gained a, a way better, I think, perspective on the game and how it fits into my life. And I'm a lot more at peace with my work and, and just not as much stress around baseball for me. I've realized this is something that I do because I love it, not because it's, um, you know, a moneymaker or whatever it is, um, whatever other motivation you could have. Um, I, I do it because I love it. And, you know, the stre- I had a lot of stress in 2016 uh, that I think really contributed to a poor season and then eventually getting injured. So I think I learned a lot. Long, long answer to your question, but, yeah, being injured um, – does drive you crazy but i think you can learn a lot of things from taking a step back and and taking a breath at the same time with that being said you i mean you you missed all of last year but uh were, were there some free some some cool free perks that you'd get from from the trop from tropicana what's like the cool stuff that you could do at tropicana field um i don't really know honestly i spent most of my time in the clubhouse training room and then i would watch games from the dugout i would kind of bounce around from the dugout to the clubhouse to the batting cage and just talk to guys and you know they got an orange juice machine in there possible i don't know i'm sure they do they have to right i'm sure they. i actually haven't been around the concourse much it's funny because even at&t park in san francisco i didn't i didn't ever slide down the coke bottle or go get i don't know what's their famous food bowl that they have up there yeah yeah yeah. um do they eat crickets there i forget 
Or is that Seattle? I, I think that might be That's Seattle. Seattle, I believe. Yeah. Um, it's funny because you don't get a whole lot of that. You're kind of confined to your little quarters there. Uh, what, in the which is the stadium the with the Dodger Dogs? I'm not sure. <laughs> I forget. I know. I know. I've had them. It's it. one of the ones I've been to. I forget. Hey, yeah. I got a quick. I got a quick goal for you this one. year, Matt. In in MVP 2005, I hit a home run off of the oranges in right field with Carl Crawford. Um, and I know that you've been building that Oppo Taco power, so try to get try to hit one off the oranges in right field this year. What do you think? <laughs> Maybe if they let me hit from, from second base, with <laughs> dude, I it's might have deep a out there. It is, man. It's funny because you know if you hit it straight away left or right, it can it can go pretty pretty easily, but especially the gaps. The gaps are huge at that park. I got to stay away from the gaps, or else you, I'm just going to be hitting doubles. You ever got the ball I'm stuck in the with. catwalk or no? I have not. That's way up there. Yeah. But we got we got a few guys that do it regularly in BP and and in games too. Um, Wilson Ramos is one that just peppers the freaking catwalks. It's pretty impressive, fun to watch. Same with Steven Souza. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both blasting balls up there. <laughs> Who is weirder, Madison Bumgarner or Hunter Pence? Hunter, for sure. <laughs> Bum, Bum's not really weird. Bum's not. And and when I say Hunter's weird, he's weird in the best way possible yeah um you know he's got a ton of energy he's always happy and he's got a lot of different interests other than just baseball which i think is really cool you know you can he can have a conversation about a lot of things because a lot of things interest him um it's not just like baseball is life and that's it you know um so he's a fun guy to be around because you know he's entertaining um, and he's entertained by a lot of things. Bum isn't even weird at all. He's just a country boy that's very simple and wants to strike everybody out. <laughs> uh, anybody who wears one batting glove when they're up to hit is a pretty weird guy, I always say. They, yeah, they both do. Um, you know who else know wore one glove? Hitler. Who? <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> so did Michael Jackson, I think. <laughs> very true. So did O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> have you ever hey, have you ever met Dickie V? I have not. He's a huge Rays fan. Is he? Oh wait, I've seen him. I didn't. So I saw him at the Trop. I think or I saw him somewhere. I'm positive, dude. You got to meet him, and you got to let me know how it goes. Yeah, it's so funny. I'm pretty sure like Evan was texting with him one day or something. He just like casually dropped it. I was like, "What? Who are you texting?" Dude, that's so. Oh, yeah, just Dickie V, you know. <laughs> oh, that Matt Duffy, he's awesome, baby, Ooh. with a capital A. Yeah. It was a good <laughs> trade to get him over there at the deadline. Yeah, just talking about fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who runs a tougher practice, Spud O'Neill or Bruce Boshi? Hmm, I'm gonna say Spud. <clears throat> that's a good answer. Yeah, but Nuez would run the practice most of the time. Yeah, Nuez over is there. Tough. Um, yeah, Spud would kind of run games, and, and Nuez would run practice. He ran a pretty tough practice, so um, Boch is really laid back when it comes to practice. Um, but it's it's easier, you know. It's you've got guys at the top level, and they they for the most part, guys know what they need to do to get themselves prepared. You know, there's not a whole lot of team practice that goes on. It's kind of batting practice and maybe some uh, just basic bunt defenses. So it's Usually pretty laid back. You get your work in, make it crisp and clean, and, and be done with it. Whereas, I mean, in high school over at Lakewood, it was try to make it as intense as possible, which which is good. You know, being able to perform under pressure is is important. So, um, I think both both styles of practice have a um, 
have a have a function to them. You ever do? You still do nine fives? <laughs> no, <laughs> I would not be able to. I would fall apart after two weeks. <laughs> what, what's the outlook this season? I mean, I, I was looking at the roster, and there's some freaking talent there. There is. Um, you know, you you always want to be optimistic, and and I think we are actually. Um, we have a chance, and we've got a lot of young guys, which their development is going to be really important along with the continued development of other guys who are kind of in the arbitration range. And obviously me being back healthy and a hundred percent will be important, assuming I can keep that. So we're going to have to have a lot of things come together, but um, it's definitely not one of those things where it's like, okay, maybe next year type of deal. You know, the AL East is extremely competitive. So, you know, we'll see how it shakes out, but the Rays, I feel like have always been a team that, kind of hangs around kind of in the middle of the pack of the of the division and then if they hit their stride you you let them sniff some blood that they'll, they'll come and surprise you so hopefully we can we can do that could you tell Kiermeyer that I'm a better defender than him mm, I don't know he's pretty good I, I know but I just feel like I am better than him so could you like <laughs> like let him know I'll tell him okay. I'll tell him that'd be, that'd be big <laughs> Matt, I'm sure you've heard this a million times. I'm just going to re- reiterate: uh, When are you going to buy a, a Duffy boat business? That's big money here in Long Beach. <laughs> I've thought about it, man. It's funny because we go well, usually once a year. We didn't go this year actually for the first time in a long time. We'll take a Duffy boat around like Naples and look at the lights and stuff um, for Christmas. Uh, so every single time, every year, I think, I wonder what it would take to buy one of these things, how it would work, what the money situation would look like, what the kind of, you know, what the investment would look like, this and that. So it's definitely crossed my mind. Uh, I'll do the legwork yeah. for you. You put up all the money. We'll split it 50-50. And, uh, gosh, if we were in person, I think we'd already be shaking hands. <laughs> well, somebody's got to run yeah, the show while you're over there in Tampa, you know, so you can you're right. count on us. You're right. That sounds fair. But what I've also noticed, though, he only plays for Coastal City teams. So, like, the Duffy Boat business is a thing. Yeah, true. That's right. We can bring it to Tampa if it's not already there. I'll, I'll, I'll drive the <laughs> Duffy Boat all the way to Tampa. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a trip. <laughs> I'm way down, dude. Like, Tom Hanks out there. That's going to take a while. Uh, so, our show, the show's called Shoot Your Shot, obviously. And uh, we made a bet with J.P. Crawford. We had him on the show a couple months ago. And uh, our bet is whoever wins the Moore League this year the other two have to John went to Wilson, I went to Milliken, JP was at Lakewood. The other two have to wear that hat for a day, that other team's hat for the day, for the day. Do you want in Ooh. on that bet or no? Mm. More league. What's the More League looking like this year? Who's favorite? Uh you know the More League, bro. It's always it's, a toss it's, up. It's always the same. I don't I don't think confidence is going to surprise us if that's what you're asking. <laughs> huh. uh, I'm not being on that. I yeah, think Count me in. I'll wear a hat. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm going to pencil you in. I know nothing about the Moore League though, so we'll. So when Milliken wins, I mean, wins, I know about the Moore League when I was there, but when Milliken wins, I'll wear the Milliken hat. Mil- wear the Milliken hat, okay. I'm gonna. But mail Milliken's it to not you. gonna win, so all right, I'll I'll send you a picture. Okay, that'd be perfect. <laughs> and hey. I'll get you a Lakewood hat. Hey, uh, if if you had been able to uh, come do this interview in person, we would be at Glory Days with you because we usually film it from a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we were at Glory Days right now, what you what would you order? Probably a cheeseburger. Good old cheeseburger. The burger bash? Yeah. Uh, I haven't been to Glory Days in a while. I went there last off season. Um I've been living like down more south, like Orange County, 
Um, I'm we're, in Newport right now. We're gonna go to Glory Days Beachside because that's more like you, you got the Lakewood Glory Days roots, but now you got the the like OC roots too. We're about to go Wait, after you. We're done with this phone call. Pretty pumped. There's about a it. Glory Days Beachside too. Yeah, they got yeah, a new you, one. Oh yeah, you you probably have been like busy like like playing professional baseball, but yeah, <laughs> there's there's a there's a second Glory Days now, and it's uh it's oh. right right south of Long Beach in Seal Beach. Oh, cool. Hey, so next time, you're, next time you're down over here or up over here or wherever you are, uh, we'll, we'll go. What all you right. Think? Sounds good to me. Sweet. We like to finish all of our interviews with a, uh, a set of rapid fire questions. We, okay. call, we call these – it's Pepper. You, you know Pepper. You remember playing the game oh, Pepper? Yeah. Do you still oh, do that oh, in, yeah. in the league or are you too big now? Uh, once in a while if we're just kind of standing around. Okay. What, <laughs> what's your – Isn't that what you do all day long for a living? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like two and a half hours standing around, probably. What's uh, what's your favorite stadium to play at? Oof. Uh, okay, M- subtract the stadiums that are home stadiums. Yeah. That I've played at. Right. Um, probably Minute Maid in Houston. Is that what it's still called? Yeah, I think called that's Minute what it's Maid still, still called. Wow. Have you ever hit one off the train over there? In batting practice, but nice. that doesn't count. That doesn't count. That's I think it counts, man. I used to elevate and celebrate uh, and practice all the time. Yeah, our batting practice balls are like golf balls, though. Oh, they are. They, I, I, I don't know. They fly. Not <laughs> not when I was playing. I think you just like stadiums <laughs> that have to do with juices. Tropicana, Minute Maid. Yeah. There you go. Barry Bonds yeah, go. at San Francisco. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, if you look at me, I'm definitely not juicing. If I <laughs> um, who was the toughest pitcher to hit when you were in the Moore League? Toughest pitcher when I was in the Moore League? I'd say Josh Fry. Oh, that's All the arms and legs throwing at you, I couldn't stand it. That's, that's our answer. guy. I was at EJ's with it's him It's hard to week. find the ball. It's hard to find the ball. Did you win uh, the Moore League when you were a senior? Mm, I think you know the answer to that question. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your my least favorite year, baseball team? My junior year, we won it. Say that again? I said my junior year, we won it. Yeah, you did. But that wasn't the question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's your least favorite baseball team? Oh, I don't have a least favorite baseball team. Okay. I don't know. When I was growing up, I was an Angel fan, so I guess you could say I didn't like the Dodgers, but I don't know. I, you kind of, I don't know, once you play for a team, you're kind of just grinding away, looking at who you're playing next and trying to beat them, and that's your least favorite team, whoever you're playing that, that day. Was, that was my answer, all of them, except for your team. Yep, that's right. Uh, who the hell is Kevin Cash? <laughs> it was Kevin Cash. Oh, uh, he's our manager. Uh, great dude. Uh, he caught in the big leagues for. I actually don't know how long he caught in the big leagues. He was in the big leagues for a bit. It's funny. Him and Terry Francona have this thing. Anytime we go to Cleveland, I guess Francona puts up an embarrassing stat of caches. Oh, that's awesome. Up on the big screen. So if you look that up, I'm sure you'll find something about. Last year, he put up his career batting average his career slash line um dude that's that's pretty funny <laughs> what was your uh favorite cartoon growing up or like what's your favorite cartoon now i don't judge uh growing up it was rocket power oh there you go oh that's a good answer on a mission nah, 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 yeah, yeah. that's right <laughs> um what did you buy with your first mlb paycheck um a pair of shoes when i got to the big leagues i had vans that was all I could afford, and Javi Lopez, one of our relievers, looked at me and was like, all right, man, you've been in the big leagues for three days, and you're still wearing Vans. Time to get you some shoes. I was like, Javi, I haven't gotten a paycheck yet. I've only been here three days. I'm still waiting another week. I can't <laughs> afford any shoes yet. 
So I got some shoes. I got, I got some Cole Hans. Cole Han. Ooh, look at you're big time. <laughs> Damn. I've never heard of it, so it must be good. <laughs> Have you ever owned a Kids Bop album? No. Good answer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My sister did. A bunch oh, of really? them. Yeah, but I didn't. <laughs> Spaghetti or chow mein? Spaghetti. For sure. Do you have an electric toothbrush or a manual one? Electric. Really? What kind? Yep. Sonic Air? Oral B. Okay. You know, you're just um, You're lazy. You're pretty lazy. Yeah. It's it's clearly, you know, you you let the electric toothbrush do all the work. You talk about buying a Duffy, you never pull the trigger. Um You're right. What uh what is your favorite coastal city? My favorite coastal city. Um I really liked Charleston, South Carolina. Was wow. Really cool, I thought. That or San Luis Obispo. What about Long Beach? Off the off the grid. We we were trying to tee that one up for you to to like for the hometown fans here, but I like it. I like it, but you know, you grow up here. I mean, there's some there's a lot of special things about this place for me, but um I like experiencing new stuff. I like I like seeing new places. What's your what's your favorite bar on Second Street? My favorite bar on Second Street is probably Acapulco Inn because they got the answer. games. I like the I like the bar games. I like uh, you know basketball, shuffleboard, pool stuff like that. Yeah, I got bad news for you. Something though. they just what? took out the Papa Shot recently. What? What? The, what are they going to put there? God knows. I have no idea. It's yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of just like standing around in bars and doing nothing and right. just looking at each other. You know, I want to I want to beat you in some shuffleboard right. and pool Again, or you something. Do that for a living, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll, hey! Next time you're over here, we'll get you over there, and uh, we'll, we'll find a Papa Shot, probably like Dave and Buster's or something, and we'll play one on one. All right, sounds good to me. Thanks for yeah. hey, thanks for joining the show, man. We appreciate it. Uh, good luck this year. We'll be following you, and uh, I'll uh, send you that Milliken hat when when I get a chance. Okay. <laughs> All right, sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, bud. Sweet. Thanks. Wow, it looks great. Traditional American Foursquare. What are the chances that we fly out to Tampa and? visit him for a weekend a nice weekend series what are the chances i'd say hi to absolutely happening i don't like what do you mean visit him i don't think he's gonna like see no, 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 us. no i don't even need to see him <laughs> yeah well, i just want to go well, to the game while he's him. there yeah right but i mean like personally i don't need to shake his hand or anything. no i don't need to shake his hand i mean we're, we're already business partners with that whole duffy true deal so i mean um, he's nice enough though that he would probably do it anyways he like, probably he'd would come he'd go out of his way to hang out with us but i wouldn't need to I'll tell you what, hands down, was my favorite part of that interview was when I said, who's weirder, Bumgarner and Hunter Pence? And he immediately said Hunter Pence. Well, I think which you is when put, you, that's how you know that guy's weird. I think you could have said Hunter Pence and anybody in the world, yeah. and he would have been immediately Hunter I Pence. I think Bumgarner is weirder than he gave him credit for. I Lefty ace pitchers are just weird. It doesn't. Lefties in general are weird. Are and a little you bit know weird. That. And then if you're ace pitcher. If you're an ace, yeah. yeah. You have to be. There's something that has to go on in your mind. Something has to be wrong in your head to yeah. have the, your arm that good. Exactly. I would say. I totally agree. Yeah, so I can't wait to do that. So I'll, we'll book our flights uh, this week sometime, and uh, we'll tweet it out. We'll tweet out our, our flight uh, verification codes and stuff like that for everybody to know. Yeah. Well, anyone else can come, too. Yeah. We're not going to pay for them. No, so. we're not going to pay, but you can sit next to us. vacation... Paul and Vacation John are fun guys to be around. Right. But in a, in a plane, there's three seats in a row. So we need one more. Oh, first person to book their flight. If you're a listener and you book your flight to Tampa Bay, 
and send us the picture, we will book with you. Yes. That's a fact. That is 100% that is a, fact. a fact. Can't wait. Let's go on to our new favorite. Looks like we're going on vacation with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's move on to our favorite new segment. It's the shoot yours hot topic. The shoot your shot topic. Shoot your... Wait, can I just say, because I don't know how these mics work or whatever, but if our listeners, like, after that interview, now are picking up a more fun atmosphere, like, music-wise, it's because I'm on Touch Tunes. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm currently... This is a little humble brag for you? Well, I'm just, like, currently controlling the entire bar. We're listening to Come On Eileen right now, and everybody's singing along now. The atmosphere's nice. I think they turned the music up a little bit I more now. I think they did, too. And uh, also, I played my, my first song was Spirit in the Sky. So while, okay. while you guys were listening to Matt Duffy talk, I was working on the jukebox. I played Spirit in the Sky. Next song was Longest Time by Billy Joel. That's Paul, when we knew. Paul immediately goes, oh, Creed song. He goes, oh, you're untouched things, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that song doesn't come on by itself. I know. I know. So uh, <laughs> Great call. So your boy's on the jukebox. All right. Back to our show. Favorite segment, shoot yours hot topic. Shoot your shot topic. As you guys remember, if you are familiar with our show, this new segment came about when we were wondering if it was okay to kill Kim Jong-un. Yes. And I'm not sure if we came up with the right answer. That's why we are still doing this segment, because we're just debating hot topics now. Yeah. Which is something that we're good at. I got a couple of them here for you, John. Okay. Just tell me me what you want. Let's let's start with this new toilet paper. Everybody's talking about toilet paper. I didn't know that. One ply. Two ply. Well, now people are talking about, should it go over? Should the little fold thing go over or should it go under? You know, when you put the toilet paper in and you pull it? Yeah. What do you, what do you prefer? Do you have a, a preference? Dude, know what I'm in right now? I'm in this hmm. situation where I don't have my toilet paper on it. On the thing. You're one of those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's just the house I moved into, that's how it was. There's no like rolly thing. Right. So my toilet paper is just in a basket and I just like, I I grab it when I'm on the toilet. I don't think. So there there is no over or under. There's just. It's whatever. Yeah. Okay. It's in your hand. It's just in my hand. Yeah. It's very. I like that. It's something I, I did. I wasn't used to growing up, but now that I'm in that situation, it's a pretty good time. Take the debate out of it. That's what you did. Because well, you you know I try to avoid controversy. Exactly. You're for so, everybody. Yeah. See, for me it doesn't matter. And if you really have a problem with which way it is, you're instead of like just going to the bathroom, like you have something wrong with you in your head. Like if you are that regular and that like your poops are that nice, where that's what you're worried about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually rushing to the bathroom, bro. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what the hell that thing looks like. I'm over here taking care of the uh, after effects of Del Taco and Coors Light. <laughs> so <laughs> are, we, are we printing this? We are. This is going to okay. run. Uh, uh, next one. Okay. This is also big right now. Oreos. Are you a double stuff guy or original guy? I'm going to take an opinion on this. I'm going to take a hard stance on, on original. You're going original. See, I'm an original guy too. But go ahead. Let me hear what you have to say. I, first of all, I've rarely had the double stuff because I'm just not a big buy the gimmick thing, and neither is anyone in my family. Mm-hmm. But the few times I've had, I have had it. It's just a little like too much. It's for too me. much. Yeah. You're right. I don't have. T- 
they made it perfectly the way it was to begin with. They came out with Oreos. They were like, oh, this is perfect. This is what we're going to throw out to, all, to everybody. And then why would, they, why would they go over the top now? And there was no standard. Before Oreos came out, there was no like standard. This is how much of the filling you put. They obviously tried different types. They did. First you off, don't just throw it out there. No, no, no. It wasn't, oh, here's what I did. Here, They tested many things. They probably tested and they said, that's too much. Let's do less. And then they put out the perfect original. Exactly. And then now, and it, you know, so single. I'm single, single stuff yeah. guy. It's like salt. You know, you got yourself sodium and you got yourself chloride. They didn't just throw out sodium chloride right at you. They, no. you know, they did a couple tests first. Oh, this is poisonous. Oh, this isn't. Then they finally found the, the medium balance, salt. Now you got seasoning salt and you got all this other stuff. And everybody's trying to make everything so complicated nowadays. Never forget, Paul, everyone wants to be a noble gas. If we have anyone in chemistry class right now, the only thing you know, every element wants to be a noble gas. That's true. That's why they got the same number of electrons and stuff like that. Yeah, and isotopes. Isotopes, yeah. See, I knew. I knew what I'm doing here. I'm not as dumb as you think, bud. Huh? I don't think you're dumb at all. Another hot topic. This has actually been real hot. Uh, All-Star games are okay. coming up. Basketball All-Star games and the Pro Bowl, NFL Pro Bowl. We got a guy, DeMar DeRozan, Compton guy, somewhat of a 908 guy. More league. More league. He's in the All-Star game, the NBA All-Star game for really? the Raptors. You know how you almost got in a fight with Duffy? My brother almost got in a fight with DeMar DeRozan. That's a hell of a story. And once again, here I am, the only one that actually did get in a fight with the random guy at LA Fitness. So you guys like almost get in a fight with stars, but I do get in fights with guys that punch me in the nose. You got a punchable face, though, buddy. I do. And it's, you know, you just look at you and you just want to punch you in the face. It is a burden of joy. What do you what's your, what's your what's your stance on All Star games? Uh, let's start with the NBA All Star game. I I don't watch it. Don't like it. See, I like it's it. So boring. See, you it's because you are equivalent to every sixty five plus male in America. They hate that because there's no defense and it's all showboating and stuff like that. You know, I'm all about that kind of stuff. Paul, I told you that I pee multiple multiple times at night, and that was in confidence. Yeah, that's my bad. So. The fact that you're throwing that out here now in front of the public, uh, okay. That's how you cut yourself out of secret circles. But okay. That's my bad. That's my right. bad. But what, what I'm saying is, you know, when that's on TNT on a Sunday and everybody says they're not watching it because they don't believe in it, I hope they put up 300 points each in that game. I love it so much. That's fine. I'm not a big all-star weekend guy like the, uh, the dunk contest anymore. What's his name? Levine and other guy, Aaron Gordon. They kind of turned it back up when they had their that little battle. That one was cool. I remember, I remember the highlights fun. of that one. But other than that, it's been brutal. It, the guys are too tall. It, dunks aren't cool. And I, I want to – The guys are too damn tall. <laughs> Raise the rims. Raise the rims. Or put a height limit on the NBA. Then we could play. Well. Put a talent limit. <laughs> I was going to say. Put a talent limit as well, yeah. Uh, the Pro Bowl is a whole different story. I'm against everything about the Pro Bowl. The NFL season's too long. Well, it's not too long, but they just beat each other up all the time. So why would you make them go play another game? Why don't you just have them play like dodgeball or something? That'll get, I'll watch it. If Drew Brees is lining up against Aaron Rodgers in dodgeball, I'm watching it. Dodgeball's on a man's sport. If you listen to last week's episode, With McCormick. Jim McCormick said that dodgeball's on a man's sport. But does that make sense? Do you agree? I, I mean, I've watched... Zero minutes of the Pro Bowl. Exactly. Life, See, so. that's what I'm talking about. Nobody cares. 
Nobody cares. And you want to figure. And I'm you, a big football guy. Well, if you want to figure, they keep wondering how do we get more viewers of the Pro Bowl. I got an idea. Just bang the whole thing in general. That's you don't get more viewers, but you don't get less. You actually do get less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do get less. But uh, last one here. This is a little special one for me. Okay. The three-in-one body wash. What do you think about that? So what is it? Three-in-one body wash. It's a body wash, a shampoo, and a conditioner all in one. Do you like that or no? Are you one of those guys? I Do I personally use it? No. I personally use wholesale body wash that like is comes in a huge, gigantic container. Costco? that I, No, it actually tight. just comes from like I literally have a salesman that – this is like twenty years. Salesman? Ago. You don't want to get into the whole process of how <laughs> I get my how I get my body wash, but it is pretty. I've fascinating. known you for a long time, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and I did not there know that <laughs> you have a salesman <laughs> for body wash. <laughs> well, my dad is a salesman. Okay. So, like, me and my dad are maybe the only two guys on earth that it's a, it's the type of body wash that you, they just like mass sell to businesses. But me and my dad have the rep that mostly just sells to mass businesses. To, like, hotels and to, like, whatever. I'm rattled. I'm rattled. Isn't that kind of weird? That's a little weird. So you get, like, a big trash can size. I, I have a lot of body wash. <laughs> hey, I, I got a... I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I buy I buy a lot of body wash. Hey, oh. I buy a lot of body wash on a very rare basis. I got a quick drunk idea for you guys. How, how about... How about edible shampoo? Oh, how so about it? So you're washing your hair. Well, the L'Oreal kids already did the thing where you can go in your eye and everything. I know. See, take it. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Nick says to get the Del Taco flavor and John's in. That that sounds pretty good. Four-in-one conditioner, yes. <laughs> shampoo, body wash, and Del Scorcho sauce. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, so you're washing your hair and... You know, it's like, what if it's like a strawberry flavor and it rolls down on your face? Oh, you stick your tongue yeah. out and you know, enjoy yourself. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. You guys Back can have that one for free. That's a really Actually, good one. Actually, no. <laughs> I would just take Del Taco into the shower every day. Uh, back to what I think about the, the three-in-one. Here's what I think. To be honest, as you, know, as you well know, we have a very proactive more so proactive pope than we have in a long time and i do think that this francis now pope francis and i think this is a it's hit he introduced the three in one because he wants us to understand the trinity paul it's three in one wait is it shampoo is it conditioner is it body wash but it wait it's all one cleaning facility so that's what's going on here you're talking to a biology grad yeah, you went I to the Bible little, Institute of, of Los Angeles. I know a little bit about the Trinity, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you do. And also, spoiler alert, if you stick around at the end of this show. Oh, yeah. If you stick around at the end of this show, the music's going to start playing, and then we're going to cut to some secret footage that yeah. we got with one of our fans in the bar. At Glory Days. At Glory Days. Shh, I don't know why we're whispering. <laughs> oh, because she's still here. Because she's still here. <laughs> and it's just kind of awkward if she hears us introducing yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we go a bonus episode of 908 into the future, and we talk about the Trinity League with her. Yes. Speaking of the Trinity. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back. Okay. Go back. Uh, let's finish the show up. Okay. The 908 Athlete of the Week. We saw this performance happen in person because we were at this game. Yes. John, you and I. Yes. 
opposed to everybody else. We went. To, well, we didn't go together. We drove separate, but we saw each other there. Yeah. 908 Athlete of the Week, Jordan Point Guard, Deshaun Rice. If you haven't seen this kid play, you have to. He's like a – he's just a bundle of en- energy. He's he, very – he's fiery. He's fiery. He's, he's, he's happy. He's buff. He's extremely buff. He doesn't he's look physical. like he's in high school. And he also doesn't – like usually buff guys aren't good shooters. You know what I mean? When yeah. you see a I – mean, normally you see a buff guy like this guy gets it – like he powers down low. But he can shoot it. He can for sure shoot it. And you know why? He hit that game winner, yep. the 53-50 upset win on the road at Wilson. It was tied 50-50 to with about 20 seconds left. This guy bangs home a three from deep. Upset. The Panthers upset the Bruins. Paul, Rice was so wet on Friday, he expanded. <laughs> I like that one? I do like that one. I knew – I liked it because I knew it was coming, and it was still funny. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. You know? He had 24 points, 22 in the second half. He just kind of figured it out. He's so much quicker than everybody else. I was very impressed which with was, him. Which is surprising because those twins that they have are extremely quick as well. And obviously, uh, Wilson. I was rooting for Wilson because I, I went to Wilson. And what frustrated me was that he was the best player on the court, and he made that, that shot, the game-winning shot. It's like everyone knew he was going to take the shot. Yeah. Why, are we not, why are we not guarding yeah. that guy out there? Like. Do you think he might pass? Let's put two guys on him. He made every point so far. Yeah. How about when there was like five seconds left in the game and he stole the ball at half court and instead of running the clock out, he decided to try to yeah. bang out as hard as he could, which is so Long Beach. Yeah. I don't know if you can get more Long Beach than that. Yeah, he missed the dunk. Yeah. Well, the guy's also 5'6". Yeah, the game ended with a missed dunk by, hit by well, this guy. No, no, no. He, he tried to bang out, missed. It went out of bounds, and there's still like two seconds left. Yeah, the game was over. <laughs> you know? But – Still, that's so Long Beach to just completely put an exclamation point on this game. Uh, Javonce White, who was also for a place for Jordan, had 16 points in that game too, John. Not the 908 athlete of the weeks, but still a strong performance. This, this story from the Wilson perspective was it also happened to be Hall of Fame night. So at halftime, they inducted four new members to the mm-hmm. Wilson Sports Hall of Fame. You know what I was disappointed about? A lot of those Hall of Fame members left. They thought I was in the bag. Well, it wasn't really they their fault because they to. threw Wilson threw. That was kind of weird. Wilson threw a luncheon or a dinner. What's uh, okay. how do you say what's luncheon for dinner? Dinner in, dinner in. Wilson threw a dinner in for these Hall of Fame athletes during the second half of the game. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. But speaking of weird, what I didn't like. Okay, so one, three great athletes got inducted. One of which is Lolo Silver, a great water polo player. Yes. Who we've interviewed for the magazine before. Great we'll get gal. on this show, too. Great we talked gal. to her on yeah. Friday, didn't you? And a, a couple, and a great softball player and a great uh, old baseball player. The fourth inductee was just a Wilson administrator. Yeah, I was disappointed. Mrs. Broadway. Any Anyone who's gone to Wilson knows Mrs. Broadway. Like, that's fine. She was an administrator. She, like, is this a sports hall of fame or is this just like a yeah, let's give it to our friends because we all work with her? I was disappointed. Nothing against Miss Broadway. I'm sure she's fine. Nothing against Miss Broadway. She's somewhat controversial of a figure. I, I don't have anything against her personally because I, you know. I don't know her. I don't judge a book by its cover. I don't John, either. But I'm a little bit disappointed about that dis- that selection. But if, the, if we're going to call this a sports hall of fame, what, well, she, I, think the, I think the excuse was that she worked so many games throughout her career. But fine. also that's her job. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. No, no. I don't know. But It was for her outstanding service to the school and everything. But, like, that's your job. I've been – look – I've been to many of Wilson games, and I talk about them all the time on this show. 
Am I going to get inducted to the Hall of Fame here in a little no, bit? No, no, absolutely not. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. Then why? So that's what that, that ruffled my feathers as a Wilson grad. And there's, I'm just telling, if you're a Wilson admin right now listening, there were some rumblings in the stands. Is this just a fluke? What's going on here? You know? We'll have more with, more with this uh, leading up and in the next couple of weeks. We'll get to the bottom of this yeah. bad boy. Inve- investigative story going on. What a great show it's been. I'm sad that it has to end. I just I thought someone cut me off on the jukebox, but I realized I played a very weird version of You've Got a Friend of Me by Randy Newman. Oh, okay. This is like a techno version. Yeah, it is. Thanks to thanks to Glory Days Beachside for having us. We uh, we're closing this place down. Everybody's starting to leave here, but we're out. <laughs> yeah, this song was pretty brutal. Yeah, I'm bringing it back. New but song. it's still a good time. Oh, we got we got Ray Charles coming on. Everyone's gonna come back. Love it. Uh. Glory Days, one of my favorite bars. We were here at Beachside Location for Dodgers opening day. We're here for March Madness. Yes, we uh, were. And pretty much any big sporting event, this is where I'm going to be uh, watching the big game on their mini TVs here. Great booths, great food. Yeah, we had a couple pro- practice podcasts here yeah. before this whole thing blew up and took off and is now the leading podcast in Long Beach. Yep, you're right. Subscribe to the leading podcast in Long Beach. Yep. I don't know if we're the leading podcast, but we're the best-looking podcast still. We are the leading podcast. Nice. It's good. Really good. The results are in. Subscribe. Take your friend's phone. Subscribe. Uh, follow Matt Duffy on Twitter. He doesn't tweet all the time, but follow him anyways because you want to keep up with your local guys like him. Yep. Spe- follow, follow your boy. Speaking of Twitter, John Grossi 908 is hot. Super hot. Uh, last week, you heard I got a Twitter. Well, today, I started using it a little bit. I'm commenting. I'm I'm retweeting. You're quote tweeting. Quote tweeting. You're hot af. There's no doubt about it. You followed me. You I followed you. you. Put a little. You talked a little smack on me on yeah. Twitter, which was cool. Got a little love. Uh, still waiting for my first DM, ladies. <laughs> so I hear that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be waiting for quite a while, my friend. <laughs> Uh, hey, share our podcast on Facebook, too. Yes, share our podcast everywhere you can. Search John Gross in the... In the download it. If you know someone that doesn't listen to podcasts, they don't know what they are, you got to download it on their phone for them. We've also been coming out with videos of the segments that we do during the podcast. So check those things out because they're cool. You get to see what goes on behind the scenes. You know? Yep. It's basically all fun and games for us, and you're going to get a little jealous. So check that out. Life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot. Oh, you're good. No, you're fine. You're all right. You're good. You're all right. And our guest for today is... Dan Harmonton. Ooh, right. there we go. Best looking girl in here right now, for sure. podcast is like a... Best looking girl in here. I'm the only girl in here. Without... Well, well, hey. Hey. No. That's a start. That is a start. That's uh, a nice coat. Is that a fur coat? It is sheep. Ooh, sheep. sheep. So it's like wool. Yes, it is. You're right. See, I know everything about fabrics. You do. A couple mm-hmm. shepherds here. Mm-hmm. Uh, podcast is a. You're not live, right? Uh, well, we are live, we're, but well, <laughs> that's a pod- the thing about a podcast. See, you can cut it. You can edit a podcast, so we're gonna edit this. You are 
Well, you're we're, you're not going to be in the show, but right now you are. I'm not going to be in. Yeah, you are. You're going to be in the show. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's what we need. Uh, this is John Grossi. Shoot your. Well, it's, it's you just have to say it in the mic. John Grossi, shoot your shot. We want one hot take from our our guest star, Anne. Right, Anne. 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 Yeah. Who? Yeah, okay. Who is going to win? Uh. Next Wednesday's basketball game between Long Beach State and UC Irvine. It's got to be Long Beach State. Long Beach State. That's a hot, hot Wow. Take. There, you heard it here first on Shoot Your Shot. I love that. 908 into the future. <laughs> <laughs> My son is 17. He goes to Servite. Really? Servite. He's a friar. I'm Thanks. Say something about him. What's his name? R.J. RJ Horvitin. Does he play a sport? Baseball. Ooh, okay. RJ Horvitin. What 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 uh, position in the outfield? Center. Left. Right. Right. One of them. It's one of three. Uh, well, it here's sounds like RJ Horvitin. We're we're hearing is is probably going to lead the. Uh, was that the? The Trinity League. The Trinity League. The Trinity League. They're going to. Thank you. I'm very good at leagues. Uh, they're going to lead the Trinity League. Uh, he's going to hit 290, but has a lot of power. He's got a lot of power. Yeah, 14 home runs. 14, 14 home, home runs. runs. Well, here. if I know anything about people that have letters as names, they're pretty good. RJ. RJ. Right, exactly. Well, I'll tell you where he already hit a home run was by having a great mom. Yeah. Elevate and celebrate. Remember that. that. <laughs> and that's the most important run you can get. Yep. The home run, because it's all about what happens at home. When he comes home, he's got a great home to come to. He does. He does. <laughs> You're welcome. Check that thing out, okay? All You're right. going to be in our show. It's going to be sweet. 